What is up? Welcome back to the podcast. Today is going to be a special one. I got my grandma Sandy here. Say hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so let's just get right into it. You grew up in Young America, I, I think? Yes, I did. Yes, I was born in Young America in... 1955. Yep. And uh, the town's changed. Quite a bit. Yes, the town used to be like a booming town. It had all kinds of stuff, and now there's not hardly anything there anymore. What? 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 what now what, it's, what? Now, <laughs> it's got fire station and then Simpsons as businesses now, and that's the only two. And Precision Design, owned oh, by yeah. Sandy Henry. <laughs> <laughs> what were the other businesses in the town? Oh, let's see. There were actually two groceries. And a hotel, a mortuary, a mill, a bar, or a tavern, or whatever you would call that. Um, let's see. Way back, there was a blacksmith shop. Doctor. There was a doctor's office. Mm-hmm. That building's still there. Post there, office. There, post office. There was a small line of, uh, or a building with apartments in it. The post office is the only post office in the state that was ever put in a town that did not have a railroad running through it. Interesting. But even when, I remember when I was young, the post office was open. Yes. And then, I forget what year it closed. But now, there. oh, and, the, and there was a piece of pizza joint in a gas station. Yes, the pizza places came in and out. It's had several owners, and then it finally fizzled out. Yep. Uh, there used to be a really nice restaurant in town years ago, and there were a couple garages where you could get automobiles worked on. Three, I think three gas stations, three churches. There's probably a lot of things I'm not remembering right now, but it was... There's still one church. Yes. In the back, or north of town, mm-hmm. north side of town. So, what was it like growing up in Young America? It was the best life growing up ever. Kids and dogs everywhere, and you could be out all day. Didn't have to worry about things like today of getting kidnapped or, yeah. yeah. COVID. It was just a great place to live. And, uh, were you middle class? Would you, or what would you call it? I would say that when I was middle younger, we, we were middle to low, low class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your dad worked on, where Where did he work? My dad started out when I was younger. He worked for Singer, and on the sideline, he was a TV and radio repairman, and then he got hired on at Chrysler. And he worked, the, he became an electrician and then an engineer and, and stayed at Chrysler till he retired. And then you went to Young, um, there was school in Young America, right? There was a high school in Young America, and I started... I started school uh, first grade at Deacon, and if if they would have kept the schools open, I would have gone from Deacon to the high school when I got old enough, but they consolidated in 1963, I believe, and so all the Deacon kids went to Galveston, and they closed the Young America School, and they started Lewis Cass, put up a new building. Right, and then from, so was McConnell even a thing back then? Because um, I don't even think it opened until, like, 75, maybe. I really don't know hardly anything about McConaughey. I figured That was a long, long way from where I lived in Young America. <laughs> but the population then of Young America versus now, 
Like, what's the difference? I don't think there's a lot of difference. I think it's always been in the neighborhood of 300, give or take 50. Seriously? Yes. I bet there's less than 300 people now. I don't know. There's still the same number of houses, and there's people in almost all of them. There's some, some of them are set and empty, but I, I don't know what the head count actually is. And you've got your own house there. And yes. What year did you buy your house? The house I'm in now, I bought it in 1995. So, a lot. Okay, six years ago? Yeah, that sounds about right. You have your own business. Yes. What's that? I've got a laser cutting and engraving service that I do. And you've done orders for famous people, pretty much. Yes, I've done some really fun stuff, like engraving guitar picks for several famous singers, like Keith Urban, Gretchen Wilson. Taylor Smith. Yes, Taylor Swift. Well... I don't think I did guitar pick. I think I did a, a logo for on an amplifier for Taylor Swift. Um, I can't even remember. I've got a pretty long list of uh, famous people. But what's it like owning your own business? Because that's, that's something I can see myself doing. Well, not like laser, but like owning my own business. It gives you the, almost the best life ever. <laughs> so much freedom. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see myself owning a business. A lot, lot of work to get it started. You almost have to work somewhere else, get some money saved up, because you're probably not going to have any real income, any profit for the first three years on most businesses, unless you buy somebody else's business and just take it over instead of starting your own. So you started from scratch, nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like the biggest part for me. I had been in a factory where I was working, operating a laser, and it was like the funnest thing I ever did. And the factory closed up, and I thought, I'm going to buy a laser and keep doing the funnest thing I ever did. So a lot of people don't know this, but you raised me from a young and young age. Well, I kept you, well, while, you while your mom was either at school or what, whatever, when she wasn't available. I was, I was keeping you from starting at four days old. You were a tiny little baby. Yeah. I didn't even know that. So, like... Since mom was still in high school and she had me, you had me a lot of the time. A lot of the time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, during the whole, all the hours during the day of what school would be going on, so. Or when she worked at Simpsons. She worked there yes, the whole Yes, yes. Then, yeah. Even after she got out of high school and then when she would have different jobs, different places, I kept you as much as I could then. I, I was always, almost always available since I was self-employed so I could set my own schedule and have you at work with me. Yeah. And what was I like as a kid, as a baby? Oh, you were the best baby ever. <laughs> when your mom first started leaving you with me, I said, I'll try this for a few days and if, he cry, if he's a crybaby, then I won't be able to do it. But you were the best baby ever. You didn't cry unless you were hungry or if you dirtied your diaper and man that that couldn't even last for three seconds you had to get that thing off i felt like i was so ornery sometimes uh you weren't very you were a pretty good kid maybe it wasn't when you I was were a baby. just pretty sweet and when you got you know a little a little bit bigger but still in you know in diapers and just a toddler i would take have to take you places with me and if i'd go places to, associated with my business stuff I'd go into offices and stuff with women, and oh my God, 
they would go crazy over you. You were so cute. Nothing's but then changed. you would turn on the charm anytime there was a woman around. Even if you were waiting quietly for me to take care of business, if any woman in that room would look in your direct direction, you would act like you didn't notice, but you would start flexing your muscles <laughs> and striking all kinds of studly poses. Oh and you were so little, I just, it was just in your genetics, I guess, that made you uh, charm the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and then I grew up later to, it was probably about, how old's Owen? 11 now. So I started playing football when I was 10 till I was like 16. Yes. Pretty much. Why, yes. Why'd you hate that so much? I hated it. <laughs> just cause it's, it. It's just such a rough sport and just so much likelihood of getting hurt. And you were such a gentle soul. From the time you were born, you were just a gentle soul. And even at one point, you even tried wrestling. Oh, yeah. And you were not aggressive enough. You just couldn't be mean enough to slam, slam someone down on a mat. And you could just hold your own. And, like, <laughs> they couldn't even hardly move you most of the time. But... Um, uh, yeah, you just you're not one for the rough and tumbles, and I can and you did get hurt a few times in football, and I can't stand to go there thinking you're probably going to get hurt, and then watch it happen and think this is so <laughs> stupid. Yeah, I broke my collarbone and then mm -hmm. snapped my knee in basketball. Mm -hmm. And you already had a bad foot or ankle or something that was wrong down there. Ankle from mm -hmm. jumping off swings in third, second or third grade. I swear mm -hmm. I broke it. It was black mm -hmm. and blue. It didn't show anybody. Mm hmm. <sighs> I never show anybody. Unless I have to actually go to the doctor for it. But. And when you were pretty little, you were messing around with, I think you were messing with a gun. And I'm like, why are you, why are you doing it like that? Like you were putting your head clear across the stock to aim it. And I said, you, use this eye. And you're like, no, I'm using my good eye. <laughs> and we're like, your good eye? What is the other in your bad eye? Yeah. And I said, that's how we found out that you didn't, couldn't hardly, hardly see out of one of your eyes. And, of course, you were only maybe four or five when we figured, maybe not even that old when we Kinda figured that out. But you, you already knew you had a good eye, and we, none of us were even aware of it until that point. So that was real enlightening. You used to have glasses, and then I buried him. I hid him. I hated him. Yeah. Buried him in the front garden. We found him, like... A few years later. Five years ago. Dad and dirt bikes. Was he always on a dirt bike? Yes. Your dad was on always on something with a motor on it from way back. I mean, he had a go-kart when he was real little, and he just, he would go from one, one toy to another that he could, could ride on. And by the time he could be out on the street with something, oh, my God, he was, he was scary. That was as bad as me watching you play football was watching him <laughs> on a dirt bike. I love I love dirt bikes so much. I've been getting into dirt bikes and supercross this year, and I definitely I'll definitely have one by next year. A newer one. That's probably another event that I don't need to watch. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I'll have it on my YouTube channel. Okay, I will definitely not watch that too. <laughs> <laughs> so you you were like obsessed with cowboys and Indians. Oh yes, still am. What's where'd that come from? I don't know. Maybe that's like you inflexing your muscles at the girls. I must have just been born with it. Something. Yeah. Because I remember 
from you arrowhead hunting or all the westerns we watched i still watch westerns i hardly go through a day without watching at least one western me tv mm-hmm what channel mm-hmm. is that oh i don't remember what channel it is 23 29 6.2 i think yeah um you got the vaccine yes oh absolutely I'm all for herd immunity. Oh, yeah. If that's what it's going to take to save us, I'm in there. I couldn't wait for him to come up with my age number, and I was on the phone making the appointment. I've got both of mine now. I'm waiting. I'll wait a couple years. And I don't care if we need boosters every year. I don't care if we need them twice a year. I'm going to take as many shots as they want to give me (laughs) if it'll keep me from getting COVID. Oh, yeah. Because I know too many people that got it and thought they got over it, and they've got so much weird stuff going on. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm about as afraid of that as anything else there is going right now. I think you should get a dog. I don't need a dog. I've been a whole lot of people that have dogs, and I can uh, pet theirs anytime I want. I think you need a dog that doesn't shed. Yeah, it's a little smaller. Well, if I if I did have a dog, it would be a dog that lives outdoors. Oh. So it would have to shed, and it would have to grow long hair in the winter time. I am partial to beagle beagles, though. If I did ever get a dog, it would probably be a beagle. And I'd probably name him Barney. <laughs> you told me this one ghost story at your old house when you were growing up. I do not remember it. Can you tell it? Oh, yeah. With Vicky. And- yeah, where I lived when I was growing up, I swear there were ghosts in that house. And I saw them. I can't remember if I saw them twice or three times during growing up. And uh, I never told anybody about it at first until one night I saw him. And then out at the breakfast table, my brother got up and started telling about a dream he had that night. And he had seen the same ghost that night and thought he was dreaming. And I saw him that night come into my bedroom. (laughs) So, man, at that point, then I was really freaked. But, uh, yeah, there was something weird going on in that house. It was like three ghosts. They were like dragon chains and sort of looked like pirates or something, but I never Maybe. did figure that out. I would when you know when my mom's house came up for an estate sale, I would have loved to just bought my siblings out and and lived in that house. But I was afraid. I'm too, I was too afraid of the ghosts. That's the only reason I didn't buy that house. Do you have any questions for me, at all? Anything? Hmm. Yes. Have you got the vaccine yet? Nope. And when are you going to get it? A couple years. Okay. Once I find out if it's okay. a thousand percent safe. A thousand percent? A thousand. Um, you don't think that maybe getting COVID is unsafe? Which do you think is the scariest? Getting COVID or taking a risk on a vaccine that's already been taken all around the world and they haven't had too many bad results so far? You can say the same about COVID. Do you believe in what? Not too many bad results from COVID? All around the no, world? No, 99.97% survivability. I think they have the same thing as the vaccine. 99.97. I mean, it's safe. Well, I know a whole lot more people that are dead now from COVID, but compared to any, I don't know anyone that's had a reaction to the vaccine other than maybe their arm itched or their arm hurt or they had fever for a day or a day a day or two. Yeah. The ones that scare me are the ones that just aren't getting over it. 
they've just got weird stuff going on, like it's going to turn into a long-term thing that you don't ever recover from. It's going to ruin the rest of your life. It's going to change the rest of your life. Because it mutates. Anything, any other questions before we wrap this up? Hmm. Hmm. I can't think of anything else. There's probably other things I need to ask you, but I can't think of them right now. All right. One last thing. Any advice for out, anyone out there struggling mentally or anything like that? Maybe they're broke. Struggling mentally. You've got to remember. How does that go? Let's see. The main thing is to always keep the main thing the main thing. That makes sense. You got to put yourself into it. Mm-hmm. All right. We're wrapping this one up. See you guys in the next episode. Peace.